0: Hi, I'm Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. I'm in the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility, these are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews. They're six to ten minutes each taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Uh, Please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about their credibility. And today's guest will be no exception. Uh, We have Alyssa DeVere, CEO and Chief Confidence Officer of the American Confidence Institute and author of six books. She teaches people how to use basic brain science to consciously get and give sustainable confidence. Alyssa, welcome. Mitchell, I'm psyched to be with you. I'm psyched that I got your entire bio without making one mistake. Woohoo! <laughs> Good job. And my confidence level is really high. So, hey,
1: Out, <laughs>
0: done my job. Uh, good job, You did great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's what is your your customer point of pain? What's your CPOP?
1: Well, it's a very obvious one It's people who worry about work. And what I mean by that is something's not right. Either other people or themselves are, and there's a desire to change. They want a new job or they feel like they're stuck in their job or they're about to lose their job. So they have this worry. And that's stressful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. I think I, in the green room ahead of time, I think I mentioned to you, last time I worked at a company was 1997. I spent nine years in corporate world and there wasn't, there wasn't any part of those nine years that I didn't have that concern. I mean, it's just, it's, it's it's the way they run companies. It's crazy. it, It comes
1: out of your pores, right? So, you know, people, I was on coaching call today, um, this one client said she she's afraid to go into a meeting because her confidence has been so shot that she's like it just feels like it's a a, it just it's it's crewing like her it's just a bad virus and she's like i gotta get rid of it just exercise you know get it out of me um but at the same time i think what it does is it really starts to you know these proverbial statements of hold back our potential but like we're scared to do things we don't want to look for a new job at the same time we hate our jobs or we don't know how to look for a job we're afraid that people aren't going to hire us, like all that stuff. It just gets worse and worse and worse to a point where they say, you know, all right, something's got to give.
0: I got it. It's yucky. So what gives you the credibility to be able to do that?
1: Well, I am not a PhD brain science or neuroscience. I uh, have a marketing background and all along my career, I've always been kind of a wonk about what's motivating people to do things. You know, why do they click on a link? Why do they show up and watch a podcast? Like, what is it that, you know, that's what we do marketers, right? Mitchell, you do that. I do that. But I've always looked at like, what's the brain science behind it? Cause I was like, well, there's gotta be more than just kind of this psychological, well, that's the way it is. And so I've always kind of been on that trail looking for it personally. I was fascinated. And my son who is now 20, about 12 years ago had a neurological crisis and As a mom, you know, you get fearless and and you want to figure out how to help your kids. So I dove into brain science to figure out how I could help him. And that's when I realized that all this new stuff that was coming up. So I built a big coalition of neuroscientists and social scientists and started reading stuff that, you know, it would put you to sleep, quite frankly, um, put me to sleep a lot of nights. But I built a a body of knowledge and then started testing it out in the the world. And five years later, because the Institute's about to turn five, um, I had so many people saying, you've got to share this, that it was almost like I had no choice. And so now I teach at some pretty amazing places um, all over the country and in corporations and so forth. So for better or for worse, people think I have credibility. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I, it's beautiful what you've been able to do. And, and tell me a little bit more about what you do for the companies when you go in and teach and, and help.
1: Well, specifically, there's a couple of, I would say, products or services that we offer that things like we do a lot of keynotes and workshops. So we go in and we, you know, depending on the size of the crowd, we actually sit there and do training. But we have online classes. We do coaching. We have this beautiful thing called a coaching certification program that's not just for coaches it's for anyone. And I will tell you, Mitchell, what's really exciting is that managers and moms and dads and uncles and cousins and all kinds of people show up at this class with no intention in many cases of being a professional coach, but they want to know what's this confidence, what's the secret and how do I get it and how do I give it to other people? So we do a certification program and it's one of my joys. That's one way where we can transfer and kind of, I say, you know, we create crusaders.
0: I like it. I'm, yeah, I, I feel personally like I exude this confidence thing. But it'd be really, there's so many people that I, I actually, if I'm thinking about my team, I think about other people I interact with, I'd love to be able to say, hey, this is a program, let me pay for it. You should go and see it and see what happens.
1: Bring them on. And, you know, I mean, here's the interesting thing. I work with some, you know, when I say work with, and my students often are like, I can't even put names to it because I don't want to embarrass them, but some of the most brilliant, notori- you know, notorious experts in neuroscience and whatever. And they're my classes because we've taken the brain science and we use it as a way of teaching. You know, we kind of follow what's the best practices to get your brain to learn new stuff. But more importantly, we explain to really smart people not what to do, but why, mm. right? And, and um, I'll help you understand not just, how your confidence works, but the person across the table. So one of the the fun classes I get to teach down at Wharton every semester is a pitch class. And I always joke with them. I'm like, you could get anyone to do a pitch class, right? But mine is brain science-based. So I'm teaching you how to read the other person's brain as well as yours, because that's the game, right? You walk into a pitch, it's not a presentation. Most people think, you know, stand this way, you do this, here's your deck, look. No, a pitch, you walk in, you know you're about to ask somebody to do something they don't want to do, and they know you're going to ask them to do something they don't want to do, right? Give money, uh, change your behavior, whatever it might be, right? So if you understand how it works, boy, it's like somebody just hands you the instruction manual, right?
0: That sounds great. Yeah, I actually was part of a educational program where one of the end products, it was a executive education was a pitch at the end. And had I had access to you, then, you know, I would bring in uh, instructors who are basically working professionals as a CEO, CEO, CFO, chief strategist, chief revenue. I would have absolutely brought you into that because it changes. It, it, if you are not quick enough to change on the fly, which it sounds like that's what you do as part of that, then you're not going to be successful.
1: Well, that's a big part of it. You're absolutely right. There's another chunk of it, which is this, and it's a little dirty secret. So just between you and me, because we're not right, a we won't tell anyone anything, else. Right? We're
0: not recording or anything. Yeah. Okay.
1: The smarter they are, the more horrible they are pitching and presenting. Because what triggers confidence to go is the fear. There's three fears: failure, re- regret, and rejection. And when you're really smart. And you're up there, and you're trying to present, and you're trying to protect those things from happening. Oh, a lot of stuff's going on in the brain, and it ain't pretty. What's worse is after the pitch. So, like somebody who's been trained to pitch, yeah, they again they have their deck, they do their thing. It's the Q and A that kills them, because those fears come creeping out fast. Oh, that's my favorite point. part. You know, oh, it's horrible. I, I almost want to cry when I see that. Like I do a lot of a uh, you know venture capital kind of stuff, and I sit in these pitch contests and what have you do a lot of judging and you know, the pitch might be fine, but man, the first question, defensive, aggressive, whatever comes out of that CEO's mouth or that entrepreneur's mouth, whatever it might be, corporate people, they go in, they, you know, they're all polished and they ask one question and boom, they fall flat. And so it's not just getting in there and kind of strutting your stuff. It really is keeping your stuff together, keeping in your skin, helping the other people keep in their skin and having that credibility and relationship and trust that you so preach in a way that you're actually in control of it.
0: Love it. So how this credibility that you have, the thing that you've been able to build, how do you share that with the world? How do people get to see you?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, through things like this, of course, and I'm grateful for it. Um, On our website, we have, you know, links to contact us for keynotes and workshops, and they can sign up for the e-class or the certification class, all those different things. Uh, But quite honestly, you know, we have some active – blogs and uh, social feeds. We uh, just started some new podcasting. So there's all kinds of ways to engage that are just kind of free and easy that, you know, I hope people will visit our website to just kind of tap into all the resources that we give away.
0: And that's the right next question. So listen, if if there's a confidence issue, if you're not the person that you really think you need to be, that you absolutely need to be, either to lead your organization or you have people in the organization that don't have the confidence they need, and you want to learn, it sounds like, some very effective ways to get over that. You want to reach out to Alyssa DeVere. Alyssa, how do people best do that?
1: Uh, AmericanConfidenceInstitute.com. Ping it. It'll get to me one way or another through our team, and we would love to have a conversation what's best for you know, the viewers out there, what works for them and their groups and, uh, bring it on. I'd love it.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today.
1: Thank you, too. I love it. Thank you.
0: You welcome. And everyone else. Thanks for joining us for this episode of thought leader life. And if you're confident enough, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet, talking about their credibility, what they do, what they love, and you're going to love Andy Lyons. She is a startup champion, podcast host, Founders Live, Boston Pitch event co-host, happiness instigator. That one's pretty cool. Uh, She uses a effective, efficient, scalable strategies combined with innovative problem-solving skills and and delicious advice, how cool is that, Uh, to mentor startup founders and help them achieve and accelerate towards their objectives. Andy, welcome.
2: I'm so delighted to be here, Mitchell. Hello to everyone. Hey, so tell me, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? My customer point of pain. Well, I'll tell you. I work with newbie startup founders who are sleeping like babies through the night, waking up every two hours crying. <laughs> That's the startup life, Mitchell. That, that,
0: that is that is that is startup life. Who can relate to that? So, <laughs> tell me a little bit more. What does that mean? What do you do?
2: Well, what it means is that I work with founders in helping them. Dissolve the mental chokehold they have on their business because through launching four businesses, I know from personal experience, Mitchell, what founders are going through. I know what it's like to not sleep at night, worrying about where is the revenue going to come from? How am I going to solve all these problems? And the startup journey is filled with uncertainty and it sure as heck doesn't help when the founders, family and friends are all looking at them like a train wreck is about to happen. It makes them them feel even more under pressure. So through my urgent care clinic practice, I'm there for the emergencies and the disasters, for the bad hires and the cash flow crunches and the failed pitches to investors and failed customer acquisition attempts. Because Let me tell you, the startup life, one minute you're popping the champagne and the next minute you're crying into it. And so I know how to quickly discern what's going on for a founder and their business because my deep toolkit of hard earned business skills combined with an abundance of joy and optimism that's where I get the Andy advice from can help stop the bleeding and restore a business and its founder's mindset back to a healthy condition because oftentimes. Yes, you've got all these disasters, manufacturing, where's the money? Oh, I hired a horrible person, et cetera. But also there's the chokehold of a founder's mindset. Understandably, it's so normal to feel this way there's no preparation to be a founder so while i'm helping the founder with their pitch decks cash flow projections acquisition strategies etc i'm also listening to their stories and holding up the mirror to remind them yeah you are uniquely qualified to be the founder of your business and i help them shift from panic mode into being an observer and this helps dissolve the mental chokehold that they have on their business. And, and the beauty of urgent care coaching is that we catch the problems when they happen so that the founder can return to a healthy condition sooner, faster, and get back to successfully running their business because they're no longer in panic mode. And in addition, unlike you know sign up for three months and and hours of coaching – I charge by the 10-minute increment, which is very budget-friendly for the lean startup machine's financial condition. And really, at the end of the day, it's, hello, Andy, I need help now.
0: Nice. Nice. So I think you mentioned it a little bit, but what gives you the credibility to do what you do?
2: Well, Mitchell, I have been blessed to have launched four businesses of my own. From scratch, from ideation to implementation. And one was a dot com, bless its heart, which was heavily backed by over 8 million in venture capital funds. Another was a gourmet food product funded by thousands of angel dollars. And the other two businesses were service related. And frankly, I launched them with my charming personality, also known as bootstrapping. And in addition, I volunteer at two major nonprofit accelerator programs for startup founders. So I'm in deep with understanding the business map, the business canvas, and I've interviewed countless startup founders on my podcast, Startup Life Show with Andy Lyons. And for over a year, I've been a co-host of a very popular monthly pitch event here in Boston called Founders Live. Boston is where five featured founders have 99 seconds to pitch their business in front of a lively engaged audience and expert panels, panelists. So it's, you know, there's a lot of vibrancy going on. And by the way, I'm blessed to live in the number one startup capital in the U S well. Okay. Sometimes we're number two because San Francisco. I'm in
0: Silicon Valley. I'm not going to say yes to that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, We go back and forth. It depends which study you read. And so I'm able to attend many startup events and sit on panels and moderate panels here in the Boston area. And and prior to becoming an entrepreneur and after earning my MBA, I spent three years as a commercial lender at a large bank here in Boston and where I performed financial analysis on every type of business in all types of industries. So between my own four businesses and mentoring and my practice and Everything that I'm doing, I have a deep understanding of startup life. And more importantly, though, at the end of the day, my superpower is problem solving. And if I don't have the solution to a problem, I know someone who does.
0: I love it when people mention their superpower. So thank you. And then you sort of mentioned it in in the answer, but what are some of the incremental ways? How do you get your credibility? How do you get that out in the marketplace?
2: Well, First of all, I'm online. I've been heavily online since 2011. So for me to share photos of myself at events, or I'm going to have a photo of this interview, so people can see me aligned all the time with founders, helping them, serving them, serving the communities of founders and and the startup community. I also get out of my zip code, and I highly recommend folks get out in their zip code. And again, take photos so that folks see them out there. and then. I have a phenomenal, if I may say so myself, YouTube channel called Delicious Advice, and that's where I share meaningful content for founders, whether it's how-to videos, because a lot of people need screen shares to understand what's going on. And I also share DIY startup advice, and I also tell startup life stories. So that's my YouTube channel, Delicious Advice. I have a monthly newsletter called Let's Stick Together, because hello... It does take a village to raise a startup. And I'm heavily active on LinkedIn, on Pinterest, on Instagram. And I'm always hanging out at my favorite social media bar, Twitter. (laughs) And of course, I have the podcast that I mentioned, which is a terrific way for anybody to build a brand, especially a solopreneur who has a practice. It's wonderful. You get to benefit from increasing your brand's range. Uh, by having the guests then share the podcast, the episode that yep. they're interviewed on throughout their community.
0: I like it. I like it. So listen, if if you are an entrepreneur and you need urgent care, and by the way, if you don't need urgent care, you're not trying hard enough. You need urgent care. You want to be able to talk to somebody like Andy Lyons. Andy, how do people reach out to you?
2: They can find me everywhere I glow it's Andy, A-N-D-E, Lions L-Y-O-N-S. I'm on all the social media platforms, and you can book a 15-minute conversation with me anytime by visiting my website, andylions.com. And while you're there, you'll find all the ways I can support you in your journey. And I just want to share one of my favorite quotes, which is, coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. Startup founders, I believe in you.
0: Beautiful, Annie. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your credibility. Really appreciate it.
2: Hey, thank you so much for having me, Mitchell, and Ma to everyone.
0: Thanks, nice. and hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. Look forward to seeing you at other episodes. And please click on the the like button, share button, and uh, subscribe to our channel. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where We are talking with amazing humans from around the planet about them and their credibility. And today's guest is no exception. Uh, We have Holly Green, who is the CEO and Managing Director of The Human Factor. She helps business leaders and their companies achieve higher levels of performance and profitability. Holly, welcome.
3: Thank you so much. Great to be here.
0: It's great. It's great to have you. So tell me, what what is your customer point of pain? What's your CPOP?
3: I help leaders figure out how to take all of their hard work and be even more successful, how to get more done and achieve what they really want.
0: All right. So it's leaders who need to be more successful than they are today because something's getting in the way or because they need help.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Got it. So great people who are working really hard, uh, but not quite accomplishing what they want to accomplish, what they really desire to get done.
0: Ah, got it. Yeah, some, pipe, some people think that if you work harder, things work, but sometimes you have to work smarter. Right. Got it. So, what, so tell me a little bit more. What does that mean? What do you do?
3: Uh, I help organizations and leaders, teams, define what winning is to them, and then truly bring it to life um, mm. to really get to where they want to get to. Um, to, and that includes increasing accountability, aligning an organization, engaging every single person in the ecosystem, whatever it takes to truly get to the win. However, that's defined.
0: Got it. So it's it sounds like it's it's one on one with the leader, but helping them do the the types of things that are, that they need to do they need to do they know they need to do, and sometimes they do and sometimes they, do, and sometimes they don't.
3: Well, it's not only one-on-one with a leader. It's working with leadership teams and team members across an organization. So it um, could take a variety of forms and channels.
0: Oh, beautiful. So what gives you the credibility to do that?
3: Well, I was very lucky early on. I have worked with a lot of elite players in sectors outside of what we might consider traditional work. So everyone from former Top Gun fighter pilots to United States Navy SEALs, I've worked for two United States presidents, Olympic athletes, symphony orchestras, people who are unquestionably, undeniably the best at what they do. And I've always thought my job was translating what we see in those other sectors into work. You and I are not probably going to be a United States Navy SEAL, but there are so many things that we can learn and mimic in, uh, and translate into the workforce.
0: It's a beautiful list of, of, Players that you've been associated with, I like it.
3: It's a pretty cool group of people. Uh, you you uh, you just have to be careful not to feel like a miserable failure because they're all so.
0: Oh, you know, it's <laughs> so, so funny what so, they do. <laughs> I hear you, but so many people are are unique in so many different ways, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. you don't necessarily go into being a SEAL to be recognized for the stuff that you do, but those people who have military background that were in business I interviewed today, they're phenomenal. Yeah. They're the same sort of thing in anything that you do when you become an expert at it, there are things you do really well that that I agree with you are transferable mm-hmm. to other industries. And it it means that you can be expert at what you do in your space. Right. I like that.
3: Well, you've got the most important tool that they use, which is their brain, um, and the key is learning to use ours more effectively at work each and every day.
0: Hmm. So when when so you've got this credibility and you've done amazing stuff. How do you share that? How do people get to see you?
3: Probably in more ways than they would want. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I do write a lot. Uh, so you can read on LinkedIn or on our website, certainly a lot of blogs and articles and content in that regard. Um, we tweet and uh, you know, that sort of thing, books, um, videos, webinars. I do a lot of keynote speaking. So different conferences, etc. So as I said, probably more ways than you would want to. <laughs>
0: oh, I don't know about that. It's, it's, what, I, what I've been finding and certainly listening to other people, it, you have to be at the platform that your prospect is going to be at at the time they actually need you. Right. So the other times you may be invisible and all of a sudden they need you and there you are. And, and if you're omnipresent at that time, that's absolutely beautiful.
3: You certainly try to be. And and uh, you know, one of the things we know is that we're visually prompted creatures. So my background is in neurophysiology. Um and so this this notion of how does the brain really work, what prompts us to think certain things. So we really work hard to stay in front of people periodically, newsletters, that kind of thing as well. Because you're right, I don't think of you necessarily when I need you unless you're there in front of me in some way, some channel.
0: By the way. Lesson, lesson for everyone watching is, is even your best friend may not think of you when they need you at the time they're in need until you show up. Yeah. You ever hear that? Like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I could choose you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, it's really amazing. Hey, so listen, if if, if you're a leader or a leadership have a leadership team and you're sitting here and you're going, you know, I know I could get more be more effective I know I could do more and you're just not sure but there's no hours left and you're just completely zonked you don't know what to do you should reach out to Holly Green Holly how do people best reach out to you
3: the easiest and best way is through our website at thehumanfactor.biz or you can email me holly at thehumanfactor.biz
0: oh thank you so much for sharing your credibility uh, with us I think you're the first person i talked to who has worked with two uh, U.S. presidents. That's pretty cool. So <laughs> so congratulations and thank you. Thank you. And guys, thanks for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. Please uh, hit the like button, subscribe, and we'll see you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, Go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.